Oh, is she there? There we go. Hey! Yay! Much better. Okay, let's start. I'll get a full dash too. Yeah, don't forget to hit record. <laughs> okay, I'm good to go. Awesome. Yeah, we, we ready? Yep. Right, let's kick straight into it. video games and craft beer. I'm Ben Noda, and this week, it's the same cast minus Adam Thomas. First, we have Mr. Rado Koji. Hey! And we have Miss Lucy Eward. Hello! Are you both well? Oh, uh, yes. yes. Very much, thank you. Good. Yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. I'm really, really looking forward to these beers. Um, so, before we begin on games... We are doing another Cloud Water special. We've got the Double IPA version 11 and the Double IPA version 12 all, to drink. All plie. That's right, the Double All Plie. This is the <laughs> beer based on Ben learning how to dance. I'm on, on ballet. Yeah. Good. No, good. on ballet is what you say uh, at the beginning of, of a climbing session. Oh, that's very good. Yes, well done. Good linking there. Um, Lucy... You mm-hmm. don't have the version 12, do you? She doesn't have the version no, 11. No, or the version 11, perhaps. Version 11, yeah. Right. What have you got instead? I instead have the Beaver Town Double Chin Double Neck Oil. Ooh. So, uh, they have a normal uh, neck oil beer, so yep. um, that's one of their staples, one of their core range. But this is the... They've doubled it up, so it's a double IPA, and it's 8.5%. Okay, nice. And it so says it's... it's originally brewed for their fourth birthday, so good for them. Oh, nice, nice. So uh, an anniversary beer as well. Yeah. Good. I've had the neck oil, and that's a nice a nice beer. I've had a yeah, really yeah, neck. Yeah, I really like that. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> so um. the cloud water. Um, if you've listened to our previous cloud water special... You know that we drank in that one the nine and the ten, um, and Cloudwater refined these recipes constantly monthly. during these different versions. Yes, monthly. Um, so, the version eleven, um, another one in a bottle, three thirty ml. The last one in a bottle. Yes, yes. Uh, so oats make up fourteen percent of the grist in version eleven, up from six percent in version ten. For a bigger, more luscious mouthfeel, Vic Secret takes the lead in a 19 gram per litre dry hop charge, backed up by Mosaic and EXP431, which is one of the aroma hops as well. So um, these cloud water beers, they get quite techy in terms of the information that they give you uh, because it's an experimental type of, of beer. You know, it's a, a different version to the last. So a lot of people want to know exactly what's gone into this one um, over the previous version. Um, so pouring as we speak, that is, you immediately get like a passion fruit waft on the nose. Um, Just, just from the pour, like, like I can smell it from here as I'm pouring. It's, it's really opaque, really opaque. Mm. I don't remember what the last one was like. 
the version 10. 10 yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I really liked that one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Wasn't fond on the version no. 9, I don't yeah. think. I think that was a bit a bit thick and viscous. Mm, mm. Yes, that's right. Oh, wow, that nose is some... So, uh, there's an, with with um, getting actually close up. You you also hear a uh, hear smell. I know the senses. <laughs> uh, you also smell uh, How many a light had? citrus. How many you, beers? Yeah, if your beer's talking to you, I mean. Oh, oh well. <laughs> you know what? Uh, beer is m- my oldest friend. So true, true, as it is for many of us. Uh, and you can. I think that's true in multiple ways. At least friend groups, you know, in in my you know day to day week on week, it is the one I've had the longest. But it's also older than all my friends. Beer is it's very true. Possibly put together. Uh, well, it depends on what you count as friends, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you went added all the ages of my Facebook friends, you might yeah. probably yeah, still I'd wouldn't get close to older. beer. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how old beer is. Also, light citrus. That's what I was going to say. Years of old, I think there is there is a little bit of light citrus, as you say. It's it's. I'm not getting a huge amount of that sort of of the nose. So like that passion fruit, there it is there, but it's not the primary, the big flavor. I don't think. Yeah, it, it's totally not nearly as noticeable as it was when I was pouring. Like when I was pouring, it wafted and hit me, and it was like, wow, passion fruit. But when I'm smelling it all 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 together, like I normally nose a beer. It's definitely not um, as prevalent. Um, ha- mm. Have you uh, given it a sup? I have. It's 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 very nice. It's very it nice. Um, it is luscious. That's a very thick, velvety mouthfeel. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's just a touch bitter. Like it's clear that as you as you read out on the label that there's quite a few hops in there, but only one sort of bittering hop. Um. Versus the aroma yeah. hops, it, yeah, it, completely. It's really, really luscious. Is a good word, sort of. Um, yeah, you get that sort of light citrus and something else fruity-ish going on. I think it's not that passion fruit that I smelt, though. It's it's not nearly as tropical. No, no. Um, the the, the cit- perhaps. Mm, the citrus is it's like a Meyer lemon, like it's tart but a little sweet, but like very light. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Lucy, how about yours? It is lovely. Um, it doesn't feel like 8.5%. I can see people knocking back some of these and not even noticing that it's um, <laughs> noticing the ABV. Uh, pours like a straw-like colour. It's yeah. not quite as opaque as yours, but, you know, it's um, a bit hard to see through. It's got a nice... It's got a nice smell to it, a nice aroma. Nice fruity, citrusy aroma. Um, yeah, it's, it, I'm trying to think about uh, just their normal neck oil. Mm. It's pretty similar, to be honest, um, in terms of uh, the hoppiness and, and the depth. But it just feels like... <laughs> it just feels like a stronger neck oil, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, that's more neck oils, that's not a bad thing, because it's really no. nice beer and... It's been this, you know, part of their core range for for ages. So, yeah, it's it's really nice, and I definitely recommend that. Good. I I don't know what kind of um, I don't know if this is going to be part of their core range. I I wouldn't imagine so, but I don't know if it's a one off. But if you can track it down and you like Beaver Town and what they do, then yeah, 
definitely try and get your hands on it. I'm guessing it's not simply because, like you said, it was made for their um, fourth anniversary, fourth mm. birthday, as they say, but also um, that uh, it, it, on a couple of the um, sites that sell it, they, there's a limit to, of two per customer. Oh, really? Yeah, like on Bergonzo, oh, okay. uh, for example. Yeah. It's a cheaper customer limit. They do that with the um, with with these as well with the cloud water yeah, uh, versioned beers. So. Yeah, which, which is suggested. It's because again, limited run. Yeah, yeah. it must be there. Yeah, well, get your hands on it if you can. Yeah, we'll have to go to the um, to the bottle shop tomorrow. Yeah, have a have a look for one just to see if we can pick it up. Good. Let us drink these. We shall enjoy these, and we shall talk about some games. I will also say that you can definitely tell the oats. You can are prevalent in in the, yes. in the V11, yeah. which we didn't quite mention, but are definitely there. But not in a. It's they're not aggressively there. I'd say. No, there's a there's a thickness to it, isn't there? And a slight yeah. hint in the flavour of them, um, that, that that definitely picks them up. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Lucy. Yes. Apart from Horizon Zero Dawn, have you had a chance to play anything else? Because no. I haven't. No, not really. Um, I played. Um... Lumo uh, on Vita. It was free with PlayStation Plus. Mm. Um, I think it was last month. Um, it, it's a game that I had on Xbox, but I just never got around to it. And it's the perfect uh, like handheld experience. It's it's sort of like an isometric isometric um, not a dungeon crawler, but you have different different. You have so many different sets of rooms, and it's going into them, um, solving puzzles and. It's like a puzzle RPG, around. right? Uh, I wouldn't call it an RPG. I'd call it sort of like Metroidvania-esque. So basically you're trying to find a key in one, you, you, for, for, for a door that's in another room and you have to go to all of these different sets of rooms. It's quite quite linear in a sense. but um, You get yeah. some backtracking with it and yeah. you have to go and pick yeah. things up again. I, yeah. I, I know it was inspired by like games from like the eighties, but I don't know what you'd even call those kind of games. The best thing I can sort of describe it as is a puzzle dungeon crawler. Mm, but um, mm. but yeah, it's, it's it's good. It's good for the handheld experience. It's like it's one of those that you can just plug away at because I think there's something like four hundred and fifty rooms oh, or something Jesus. to go through. Wow. It's it's probably about a five hour experience. These rooms are quite small. Mm, it's, yeah. it's it it's not as it's not about like fighting enemies or anything like that. It's not like the binding of Isaac or something like yeah, that. It's, it's puzzles. It's, yeah, it's puzzles and platforming. Um, yeah, but it, it's nice. It's a good experience. It reminds me of sort of not really in its pre- premise, but just sort of the mechanics of like severed, of just going into different rooms and going, you know, finding different keys etc etc to um open up new areas but yeah check it out if you got it free yeah yeah um, like you say it was it was free with ps plus and i've definitely <laughs> got it it's, it's sat in my library and um, yeah. i was scrolling through my library the other night looking at some um, at what i had that i hadn't played and i i noticed it and thought i haven't even considered this i must have just initiated um you the know download, on ps plus yeah. the download just to just to pick it up um is it is it PS4 as well? It is. That's how yeah, I played it, yeah. actually. Okay. Oh, you have oh, you played, played it, as well? it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I can see why it would be more gripping, pun it mildly intended, on a handheld. Um, yeah. Because I, it, it was all right. I mean, but like the, 
the big the screen real estate isn't used it's it's really like straightforward um as far as like controls you definitely don't need all of the buttons and stuff and uh it's also like there is backtracking stuff but you don't have to sort of hold a lot in your in your mind so it, no, i can see yeah. how it um make really really easy to like start and stop and put down and pick up again and that actually is um sort of I, I'm just trained on a console to to try and spend mm. longer periods of time, but I also got kind of bored with it. I played maybe yeah. an hour of it. Yeah. Um. If and and I was like, okay, this is a little platformery thing, meh. Mm. Um. And and uh, uh, but like nothing like against it. It just wasn't the experience. I was, oh yeah, I was no, no. For. I completely know what you mean because as I say, I started it on Xbox and I just never went back to it. So much better on Vita. It's one of those games that you just need on. A handheld experience. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, and I think it's actually this month. It's the Ooh, March. It? It's a March. Yeah. Day. Okay, okay. Yeah. We've severed as well, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I already had severed, so. Oh, I don't know, but yeah, Ooh. if it was severed and Lou, I'd be like, that's a great month. But that's, yeah, it, that's interesting uh, because severed is the last big game that's kind of been released for Vita. Yeah. So for that to be free on playstation plus what more do they have to offer i'm waiting in, for axiom verge <laughs> to be okay. yeah it, it, is axiom verge <laughs> ever gonna come out for the vita it will and that's what I, that's why i'm not buying it because it's like they're running <laughs> out of vita games now until they say we're not supporting vita anymore in playstation plus i'm not buying a vita game ever again because it's it's it, it, you know it's gonna happen it's inevitable yeah yeah <laughs> Um, Wasn't but, Axiom Verge um, uh, a pub fund game funded by by Sony? Uh, I know it was a sole developer. I think it's called Tom Hap. Tom Hap, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it was. I think it was, you know, sole project. But oh, I didn't realize it was already out on the Vita. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I, I thought for some it, reason it has to be surely. Yeah, yeah. By now, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because it's out on Xbox, so if it came to Xbox, right. it's definitely on PlayStation. Yeah, I think it was um, it was released a lot later on Xbox, wasn't it? Yeah, like two weeks ago. So. Oh, really? That, that <laughs> no, really? no, it wasn't that one. <laughs> I think it was last year or something, last summer, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. The other thing that was PS Plus this, um, this month that I was kind of surprised at, um, or rather, was a Tearaway Unfolded. Mm. The full DLC oh, yeah. version, but only on the PS4, um, which is really strange because it's uh, many people call it like a quintessential Vita game because, like, because yeah. when you unfold things and stuff with the touch screen, it, like it fully makes use of like the tactileness of the Vita, being touching the actual screen versus navigating with with sticks and pointers. Well, yeah. I think it's a different build, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, it has game, to be because yeah. it's not touch, but like, like I mean, yeah, they like, released and they released a separate it, game, but it's it holds a lot of the tenants of uh mm. like the original, basically they, they tweak the engine good, for the control yeah. schema but the the game sort of the, is the same as far as like know, content i think that there's a lot of touchpad use or something but yeah. but yeah if you've got a vita for the 10 people out there who do it's like and you haven't played Tearaway, then yeah that's as you say one of the quintessential vita games so yeah i paid money for it i think it was the last vita game i yeah, bought Nice. I have got that downloaded, and I, I, I started it last night because I finished Horizon, so I did. I did blast mm. into Tearaway for about thirty minutes. 
um, and only played the sort of the opening area just to get to grips with the with the control scheme and stuff. And it was, it's very quaint and it's nice and light in um, relation to Horizon. You know, Horizon's yeah. quite sort of serious. It's very action orientated. There's a lot going on. Whereas Tearaway is a little more at your own pace. You're not pushed into any situation. You're not pressured to to jump to anybody's aid immediately. So it's an, it's a lovely little sort of game, and it looks it looks beautiful as well. That kind of paper craft aesthetic is really nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. I really, really, really like the uh, the aesthetic. And like I said, there's something about interacting with it um, directly mm. on the Vita, like. If you enjoy the game, even like like next time you come over, I'll try I'll try and remember to have it uh, up and ready so that you can actually yeah, yeah. experience that that difference. And then I'll also try and put it on the um the PS4. Uh, yeah. I think that'd be interesting quick, to talk about. Quick side note: if you like that sort of aesthetic of like all that paper and handcrafted stuff, uh, check out State of Play Games. Um, they make games like Have you ever heard of Cami? Which was yes. um yeah. One of the, the Super folding. Street Fighter Two introduction characters. Yeah, I've heard of Cammy. <laughs> it's uh not quite that, but um it, it's it's this really good puzzle game about folding paper. And they made um Lumino City which was nominated for a BAFTA or something like that. Mm. And they handcrafted everything, um, point and click adventure, um, out of like cardboard and paper and stuff like that. So yeah, are check they, out um, those games. Are they on Steam? They're on Steam and iOS. I'm not okay. sure about Android, but yeah, those are good. State of nice. play games, yeah, check them out. Nice. That kind of leads me, I suppose, into what I've been doing, although I haven't installed Steam onto my PC yet. I fixed my PC. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I've, yeah, done yeah. Nothing, the I've done nothing with it so far. Oh. <laughs> I've not, only had the time to fix it. You're not part of the master Well, that's not no. I'm almost there. I'm almost, almost there. And yeah. um, just uh, to be clear, you you have you're running um, the tenth Windows, which yes. is actually not the tenth Windows, I don't think. But um, it's not at all. No. no. Um, but I and am, uh, I am and so you've got it to the point where everything seems to work, and you're like fully up to date on the operating system. Yes. Um, so uh, I, I I'm we spoke about this previously, didn't didn't we? My issues with my PC. Um, essentially, I've replaced all of the RAM. And I've put two new hard drives in, um, installed Windows onto one of those, and that seems to have cured the issue, whether it was one of my hard drives, which was the problem. No test would tell me that it was, or whether it was my RAM that was the problem. And again, no test would tell me that it was. So I, I, I've reinstalled Windows. I've got this, these new components inside, and I left it for two hours just on the windows uh with nothing open essentially right. one of the problems i was having was that when it was idle nothing was going on mm. and there were no big processes happening it was freezing and for these last two hours yes there's nothing on the machine as such apart from the operating system but i've had no freezes i've had no issues so the next test is to start pinging on some programs um get some background processes going yeah. Just to see if that, that starts to yeah, just to see if that starts to tax the system and see if I get any more freezes. But hopefully, I have rejoined the um, the master race as such, and I can play all of those Steam games that I had on my machine that my yes. laptop 
hasn't got the ability to play things like Mad Max. I know it's about four years old now, but I still I want still to play haven't it. played it. Um, I keep forgetting that it exists. Neither am I. <laughs> I think that everybody did, even when it came out. To be fair, which is but, a but shame. Like, so uh, came up against The Witcher Three. Okay. Yeah, wasn't it? Which, which I also came haven't up played against Metal Gear. I thought which I, I thought, also I thought that was Mad Max. Well, it may it may have been it may have been. Basically, anything it came up against, I still didn't play. Yeah, I, I played <laughs> about an hour of Metal Gear, and I was like, what are all these systems? I don't care about Mother Base. I don't care what they're doing. See, but, my yeah. problem is I wanted to play 1 through 3, and then... Don't put yourself through that. Thingy, whatever the prequel one was. And then uh, I changed my mind to just playing the... Sorry? Peace Walker. Yeah. No, 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 not Peace Walker. Ground Zero. Ground Zero. Oh yes, okay, yeah. Um, and then I just said, "Fuck it, I'll just play Ground Zeroes," uh, and I still haven't got around to that. Um, yeah. and I have Ben's. You have my copy of Five, yes, yes. Yeah, and I haven't started Ground Zeroes. Uh. <laughs> and you're you're just about to get my copy of Horizon, so yeah. If Ben just was play smart, that instead. I play I play Horizon. Oh, yeah, I'm, play yeah. Horizon. I'm, fuck I'm yeah! Play, I'm it's going I'm to the play. top of my list. Yeah. I want them dinos in my pants, and by that I mean on my TV <laughs> with arrows in their faces. Yes, you can definitely do that, Lucy. You just mentioned that you would pick Horizon over Metal Gear as well. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't be saying this because I've played total of probably three hours of Metal Gear. So I didn't get too far into it, but just play Horizon. Is robot dinosaurs? I mean, I've, you know what? I bet there's robot dinosaurs in Metal Gear anyway, because the <laughs> amount of crazy stuff that was going on in that first hour, I wouldn't be surprised. But just play Horizon. You, know? yeah, you had you had your nice fire whale in the first hour of yeah, Metal Gear Five. Like, What's going on? Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't remember what the character is. The guy that's on fire that absorbs all your bullets. <laughs> yeah. Because I've only played the first Metal Gear, so I've not played any in between. And I was just like, when when did all this get so crazy? Cause I mean, it's... What it's, happened? There's, there's, there's the whole story with Kojima not actually wanting to make a sequel to mm. Metal Gear Solid, mm. um, but being in contract with Konami, so making Metal Gear Solid 2, which you essentially play the first sort of snippet as snake and then it jumps to another character he used that very much as a big social commentary on um on society and mm. the idea of producing something that you don't want to actually make and all of these things that were that were laced into the storyline and all this subtext to metal gear solid 2 uh, you, you know metal what? Gear i think solid people 3, are just looking for things to be honest with well i think he wanted to make metal gear solid 3 because that is a fantastic game Mm. That is definitely my favourite Metal Gear Solid game. Okay. It's, yeah, it, it I remember you did a full so 180 well. on that game. On Metal Gear 3? No, uh, 5. On five, oh, I did do a 180 on 5, yes. yes. Um, uh, yeah, 5 seemed very bloated, as if it wasn't needed at all. Um, but actually, towards the end, I, I really enjoyed 5. Well, and I thought that I thought that actually... Yes, he, he didn't have as much time on it as he probably wanted to to mm. make a full packaged experience, but a lot of the stuff was there. It was very light on story, but it, it kind of it, it turned it around at the end for me. A lot of people probably disagree and absolutely hate it. 
Bastards. <laughs> oh well. I, just I like think it's a, a really great game. Like, it, you know, it won Game of the Year from several outlets, and yeah, rightly yeah. so. I just, it's not my kind of game. There's just too many systems and too there many are. things there to are. look after, and that's. Mm, I, I've got enough stuff to manage in my life. I don't want to manage <laughs> anything in Solid Snake's life either. So, I suppose. Yeah. It's been, I guess I'm in a different situation now than when I was a kid. You know, I've got. 20 games sat there waiting for me to be able to play 40 games sat there waiting for me to be able to play when i was a kid well, i had games yes all right you've got an, an inordinate <laughs> amount of games to be able to oh, play no this is this is this was whispered because i because it's shame <laughs> shame one of the things that steam big <laughs> picture does is it says like uh, it has a section of games you haven't played yet and it's like fuck oh, because a lot of times I don't recognize them from the previous time it showed me games I haven't played yet because it <laughs> rotates them. Uh, I interrupted you with that useless. Anecdote. It's fine, man. Sorry. It's fine. I was just going to mention. I was just going to say that uh, Metal Gear Solid I've probably played and completed about four or five times because you know how many how many games did I actually have mm. at that point in time? Yeah. Whereas now I'd like you know Metal Gear Solid Five was good enough that I would like to jump back into it again at some point to just have another playthrough, whether that's just a, a mess around for a week, mm. a couple of evenings, just, just jumping into the world and approaching yeah. missions in a different way. But yeah, I have fun there. Time. It, yeah. yeah, it's a shame because I I remember someone at primary school who wouldn't stop banging on about, have you played Metal Gear Solid? Have you played Metal Gear Solid? It's like, no, because... I don't have any games and I don't have any money, so he lent it to me, and I enjoyed it. But yeah, I don't have the same love for that series as other people. I was just like, okay, this is fine. It's, mm. It was good, but I don't know. Maybe I wasn't old enough to appreciate it at that time. Um, but yeah, See, one of my um, never oh, played one since. One of my uh, end of undergrad um, uh, housemates was big into metal gear and that was i think um around three and four mm. um and uh and yeah like he i had never played a metal gear game and he was very um disappointed in me because of it <laughs> uh but uh yeah i just remember like not like trying to just sort of watch him play mm, yeah. at the time we had a uh a shitty projector in the um in, in the basement lounge and so even though it was like low res, it was like PS2 plugged into it. So who the fuck cares, right? Like 800 by 600 kind of thing. Yeah. And so all yeah. the things were plugged into that. It was great for fucking Wii Sports because your like mm. Mies were like a foot and a half, two feet tall in the split screen. Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, but uh, And I remember being like, I don't fucking understand anything that's going on because of those like decades long cutscenes and stuff. And it just felt very impenetrable, which is I think mm -hmm. why when I... Um, even now, it's like I don't remember enough of the lore from the brief time I played uh, 1 and 3, I think. So it's like, oh, that's why when 5 came out, I was like, oh, I should finally fucking go through the entire series. But like you said, time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just can't. Very limited. I, I, don't, I don't think now that you're looking at Metal Gear Solid 5 and it comes across being an open world experience as a, a game that you're going to have to sink, say like a week or two into, you know, yeah. it's, it's long, it's big. Whereas I think Metal Gear and maybe Metal Gear 2 aren't quite as long as, as you think they probably are. 
they're probably only sort of 15, 16 hour experiences. Um, yeah, Metal Gear Still 4. Still incredibly long. Yes, yes, they are. They are long. Yeah. They are long. Metal Gear 4 is, I think, a little bit longer because it has a ridiculous amount of, of cutscenes in it. You're probably in that game playing less than the amount of cutscenes that you yeah, watch I remember in that game. The internet was abuzz with the idea that maybe you should just fucking stop with the games already and just, just make movies. Films. Yeah, completely. Completely. Um, I kind of imagine people... Death Stranding to be a little bit like that. Oh, uh, actually, we're going to get much more of a cinematic experience. In 2025. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> especially based on the, the, the trailers that we've had so far, where it shows you absolutely nothing of gameplay, just in-engine movies essentially yep. um let's move on from metal gear let's open up our second beers all of us have the cloud water version as well you look aghast adel nope it's good <laughs> i just i just had i've been like luxuriating in this beer and i just haven't finished it yeah i i found sort of towards the end that um that that very sort of velvety that nice sort of mouthfeel um i i guess i just got very used to and actually towards to say the the final third of my beer i was just just knocking it back really which is dangerous for a nine percent beer i was gonna say mm. that's the thing we didn't touch on was the fact that it's nine percent um but doesn't doesn't at all taste like nine percent yeah. no it doesn't as as with the the double neck oil as loose yeah you so, don't have the alcohol with with that um said the first Cloudwater Dippa, the V12, in a can, uh, which they we I yeah. think we mentioned that they were moving to cans now as uh, for all their production, as they claimed. Yeah. Um, Mosaic hops take the lead in V12. Excuse me. Oh, I'm burping in the middle of my thing. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> oh, there we go. I just I figured I could, I might probably won't cut it out, but at least it's all out now. All right. <clears throat> Cloudwater V12 Dippa. Dip of V12. <laughs> take three. Mosaic hops take the lead in V12, backed up in Whirlpool by Nelson Sauvin. We introduced a double yeast pitch of fourth generation WLP 095 to experiment with flavor changes and a small addition of caramel for increased fruitiness. So the aroma hops are mosaic, Nelson Sauvin, or Sauvin, Chinook, and Citra. The bittering hop is Pilgrim Alpha. And we've got uh, Golden Promise, Oats, Dextrose, Monohydrate, and Caramel as the malts. Yep, yep. So they, um, they've added the Caramel, and they've dropped the Vic Secret and the EXP431 for Nelson Sauvon. Um, and it's, again, 9%. It is. It's it's a very similar colour to the um, to the version 11. Very okay it's, as well. It, yep, yep. Yeah. It, it's almost exactly the same. Um, in opaque, in in color, uh, a little more head on this, and I don't know whether that's just because it's from Maybe a can, can rather than from a bottle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it, a nice, a nice foamy sort of full head. Oh yes, definitely on there. Uh, I definitely didn't get a huge waft um, coming off of it on the pour. And even um, if you stick your nose in, I'm not getting much. Lu Lucy, nose. Well. It's, um, as it says on the can, it says Mosaic Hops take the lead in V12, and those are my favourite hops, so I'm getting 
just the aroma of mosaic hops, and I love it. You are, um, but it's not yeah. very powerful, though, is it? Um, I think when I first cracked it open, I'm getting quite a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Um, when I first cracked it open, yeah, I'm, I don't know if... I, I don't know if I've trained myself just to uh, be able to, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> to know. smell mosaic hops because they are my favourite hops. So I can just, yeah, immediately I was like, okay. Before you even read it, before you even started reading it, I was like, yeah, mosaic, got so, that straight away. So The mosaic off the V11 was much stronger. Um, was it? Okay. Yeah, I, I know you didn't have the privilege of, uh, uh, yeah. of being able to, uh, to smell, but like on the nose you were like, oh yeah, mm. that's there. I mean, Maybe because a... you're comparing it to that, because I'm getting yeah. quite a lot. It's like it's not even subdued or subtle. I'm immediately getting that um, those I, mosaic hops. I think in, in general the nose is 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 less in your face, less in your face nose. I'm hilarious. Um, the nose is primarily mosaic. It's just not mm. nearly as strong as as the yeah. V11 was, as far as mm. like expansiveness, sort of filling your nose with 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 aroma. Um, Lucy, what mm. does it taste like? Oh, it's, I don't want to finish my Beaver Town neck oil now. It's like that. That just feels subpar now. Um, I think mm. the, the last one I tasted was version ten, and I said they shouldn't iterate on this because I got it perfect then. But from what I can remember, this is even better. Um, it's it's refreshing. It's mm. light considering it's um, it's very light. Yeah. Um, you, you get all those hops, especially the mosaic, and you know I'm just a sucker for the mosaic hops. So this is by far my favourite um, Clydewater brew so far. I don't know if being in the can makes that any different. Who knows? I maybe, think, maybe. Hmm. I mean, I mean, how, how do you feel? About it? Uh, I think. Um, I mean, I didn't sip any water or do anything about that. Um, between the two, um, which I, I planned to do and then just fucking forgot. Nine uh, percent. What can you do? Um, but uh, I, I think what I'm noticing is I think I'm picking up on like the bittering hop is the same between the two, the Pilgrim Alpha. Yes. And um, and, and I can I can sort of the bitterness is is very much the same. But I think yep. the other thing they things they've done because it's more subdued less sort of in-your-face is the V11. I am noticing yeah. the bitterness lingers a little more, and I can, t- I yeah, can tell. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. But, mm. but, but it's the same, like, bitter taste. It just It's more prevalent because I think everything else has been sort of drawn back. Yeah, so I'm getting every- a lot of maltiness on the aftertaste, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and, and so it's like... A slight, oh, a, yeah, a slight sweetness there, mm-hmm. which may be the caramel coming in a little bit as well. But I, I completely agree with everything you've said there, right away. It's... It, it just, I don't know. It's as Lucy said. It's so light. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, I, I can't sort of get over that. I might it's, have to do it's, it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you. I think because it's more reserved, it's even more mm. shocking that it still doesn't taste alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the V the V eleven yeah. was like really quite quite strong, not like in your face, but like quite. Mm. It was a boisterous beer, right? Flavorful. So, yeah. yeah. So when you when it, you're like, okay, well, boisterous beers often don't have like they can that boisterousness can mask the alcohol, but it, clearly that's not what's going on because this still doesn't taste alcoholic, though it's nine percent, and it's much more reserved. Um, so I think what's what you're losing is a bit of that um, sort of 
I think I called it Meyer lemon, but that that sort of tropically sweetness um is isn't there there's a sweetness still but i think ben's yeah. right i think the sweetness that was in the v11 has been replaced by the sweetness in the malt mm. yeah because i'm not getting much sweetness sort of in the in the in the hoppiness i'm getting it much more in sort of that that like you said the sweet malt flavor which again yeah. you can tell more because you don't have that larger punch yeah do you think this is better balanced than the version it's 11? Definitely better or? balanced yes. than the version 11, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. it, it's de- yeah, definitely more balanced. You can, I, like I said, um, except for the general idea that there were sort of oats and, um, and you know, there was a slight maltiness in the V11. You can, It was much more a hop-based taste. Yeah. Um, and this, you taste both things and they're interacting a lot more. So, yeah, I think pulling that sort of, pulling it back... The, the hoppiness definitely uh, shows what they're doing with the malts, especially with this edition of the caramel. So yeah, I definitely think it's more balanced and, yeah. and quite interesting. I think it's fantastic. Um, like even that 8.5 uh, double IPA from Beavertown. I mean, even that you couldn't tell it's 8.5, but you still got that. If, if someone told me it's 8.5, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be too shocked. Whereas with this, it tastes like, you know, four point four session IPA. So it's it's great. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I'll say it again. They shouldn't iterate on this. They should. Keep it <laughs> so do you, you are you with, as confident that saying that, that despite? Yeah. I'll, I'll 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 say it for everyone. I'll be like, just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, let's very briefly. Uh, move on to our our topic. It's not a big topic this week. We're not going in heavy on social issues as we have done for say the last sort of three or four episodes. Um, we wanted to highlight a, a, just an article that we'd um, that we'd been given by Adam Thomas. Um, he sent it to us, I think, after the last episode, hadn't he? So it's something that's sort of very recent. Um, but it's all about how players interact with each other when they know that the end of the world is nigh. So we're talking about a persistent world, but with a yep. a, a very short-run um, server lifetime, yeah? Yes, yes. Uh, it, it's a game called Arc, Arc Age or Arch Age. There's an E in the middle of it. Um, Arc Age. Uh, Arc Age. Actually, it's, um, it's, it's, a... it's the Arch Electronic Mage. Yes, Arch Image. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a game made by XL Games. It, it's a South Korean made um, MMORPG. Whoa, whoa! It's... An MMO from South Korea? Well, who, that I've who never heard know? of. <laughs> who would know? Um, Just uh, wasting the little time you have left. Team of researchers. Yes, a team of researchers use this game to basically have a server open for eleven weeks and see how people would interact, knowing that nothing was permanent, that everything that they did would have a definitive end point. So, and so just... kind of like when you beta test an MMO, but um, but where you're... Um... Much longer period of time. Yeah, and it seems like... Um, yeah, I mean, it, they sort of clocked a beta test, but it wasn't about technical stuff. It was really just, here's here's a server. It's going to go away. And then they observed... Um, yes, yes. Which is um, really interesting, I think. In a in a really really quick summary of the the findings of it, um, they they found 
that actually players didn't resort, as the article says, didn't resort to killing sprees or antisocial behaviour as the game progressed. They tended to become more social. They talk more and they hang out more. This is a game where you can, you know, you have your own house. You can just do um, sort of tasks, right? And you can do quests. There are uh, elements of that. But you can just sort of hang out and hang out with your friends. And there wasn't these big sort of killing sprees and people didn't go absolutely berserk and think, fuck this. I'm just going to destroy everything, which is interesting. Um, But Lucy... We don't sort of think of ourselves, or maybe maybe we do, but we don't think of the general sort of game population as being kind of nice social beings. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a strange one because I would have thought with a game with you know ex- expiration date, people wouldn't get that too committed to it because they mm. they know that the end is nigh. So I, would I, thought I think that's exactly the opposite. What happened, but I'd be, I thought it'd be like, you know what, screw this. Uh, you know, my stats don't carry over. My character doesn't carry over. Let me just, you know, wreak havoc. So seeing that people are actually forging relationships and, you know, hanging out here on something that's got a definitive end, uh, that's the opposite thing that I would have thought of. So I mean, I, know, I'm going to I'm gonna abuse hindsight completely here um, and say um, I wouldn't have predicted this, but I totally understand how it happened. Because, I mean, in MMOs, in order to really, like, um, wreak havoc and grief people, usually you do it from a position of power because you put the time in um, mm. to to be a higher level or to get, you know, the right sort of skill set that's really annoying. Um, but that type of shit, just like, the, like that takes effort, and just like the quests, you're not going to see a, a longevity there, though you as a human being will still exist afterwards. So yeah. what is the thing that matters? What, what's the thing that you can transition between servers? Your, your relationships, right? Mm. But also, there, I mean, it's not as big of a deal to have your, like, shitty level one character die a few times and have your gear stolen when your gear is going to be stolen by the Armageddon anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But what I thought was super cool was that it, people ended up just sort of hanging out, and I think that's... The the social aspect of MMOs and these shared spaces isn't um, prioritized, but it is also why e- people like these types of games. Even though, like, I've, I usually play, play MMOs in a very solo-ish way until I get a, mm. to a certain point where I can do really stupid shit. But, like, the reason I play them is because I join a guild and chat with people, and as soon as a guild has the inevitable fucking social implosion that all guilds do... I usually get bored with the game. What keeps me there is playing with people and basically having my IRC chat room in the same place as my very, you know, by the numbers fights, right? They're, yes. they're not that challenging. Um, and you, you have a, you get... have a couple of draws to it. Yeah. And, and it's, and so it makes sense that when like the, when there's no urge to, rush through to get to the end game or to get the magic item um that you would stick to the other reason you'd play these games which is just it's massively multiplayer yes yeah yeah very true very true um we will we will leave it there for the week Uh, just a nice 
We, we will post that thing on the thing thing. We will post it. We will post it for you to all have a read through. And it's something that I think we'll return to if uh, more articles are in about it. They have suggested that they are going to use the game again to um, at least next explore the criminal justice system um, oh. because the game has a sophisticated justice system including player-run courts, punishments, and jail time for characters. Which is super so, interesting in general. I think that's yeah, exactly what yeah, makes exactly. MMOs cool, is the, is the mimicking of reality. I will also say that the one thing that almost kept me as an economist was the fact that I started playing MMOs and like okay. like playing the economy. Um, so like knowing that new quests, even if I wasn't in them, had some item needed and, and like playing with the, the supply and demand shocks. Mm, mm. Um, and I got very rich very fast, and I yeah. almost I, I almost wrote a, a, a proposal to do research on trying like confronting these companies. Well, not confronting, emailing these companies, asking for their data so that I could like crunch numbers. And so it's really cool mm. to see that people do this stuff in, like in partnership with the like the um, company because I think that's super important because there's some of the yeah. information you just can't. We'll we'll have to um, uh, at some point. We touched on it before, and we touched on it quite a lot when Alex uh, was with us. But talking about EVE Online, because that's got a really, really interesting economy system. Um, very player-run, very player-based. But that is another topic for another time. Um, beers for this week. I, as I'm talking, I'm going to go first. And I think I'm going to go with the double IPA version 12 over the version 11 because it was a, a much more balanced it is a nice reserved sort of flavor you're not hit in the face by the hops you you've got a lot of different things going on it's really drinkable it's really easy to drink it's so yeah. good uh, lucy uh that's two for two um the Beavertown double ipa uh really nice um if you like their beers then you'll definitely like that. It's just a strong version of the Neckle, really, and the Neckle is a really nice brew. But in terms of um, being well-balanced and all-round, um, then definitely the Cloudwater, Cloudwater V12. Um, I'll say it again. They should stop iterating. <laughs> I can't um, wait till the 13-14s <laughs> come out. <laughs> yeah, closing statement is just a shame that these are rare mm -hmm. beers. And that, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I'll I'll close things out with uh, a bit of a split decision. Ooh. Um, which Ooh, is controversial. I think that the balance. I'm I'm well on board with Ben with the balanced nature of the V12 makes it a much more um, interesting and and supple beer. Mm -hmm. Um, and and. Uh, it's 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 more of a craft. It's more of yeah. a crafted beer. There's more going on. You really notice all of the things going on. But mm. I have a bo a second bottle of the V11 in my cupboard, so I will be reaching for that and subsequent okay. to this podcast recording. And in that sense, it it's one because I'm gonna have another one. Um, <laughs> uh, but in all other senses, um, yes, I think I think that they're really showing. Um, that they're um, paying attention to, to sort of what's going on in these beers. And again, they they can't possibly change the 12 by the time opinions come to, from the 11. Yes. Um, 
they they did mm-hmm. sort of mention in their earlier ones that like this is based on the four or five and it was like the seven or whatever or seven or eight and so yeah. um but it's clear that like they knew what was good about the eleven and realized what what they could do to balance it out while retaining mm. that goodness and I think that's what's mm. really cool about the v twelve is the yeah. fact that it's it's just a sort of refined nuanced um Eleven, like all the things that I sort of liked are there. What they when they pulled out some hops, they pulled out some sort of fruitiness and sweetness, and they replaced it with a malt, and it works great. Yes, yeah. it does. Good. So uh, the version twelve um, for for the two of us, the version eleven for Adel. No, no, because it, he has I another one. Both. Because yeah, he yeah. has another one. <laughs> um, social medias, you can talk to us. You can tell us what you think of the Cloudwater Double IPAs if you've had them or any of the games we've talked about. Through Twitter at tanktap underscore cast, I am at nova underscore forty seven. Adel is at the omniarch. Lucy is at indie marathon. Yes, and or at beer. irresistible underscore. Spot on. You remember better than me, even yes. after two double IPAs. Well, well done, nice. sir. I'm training myself. I'm training myself. Um, you can also um, send us some emails, tanktapcast at gmail.com. You can go onto the Facebook page, Tanked Up Cast. You can go onto YouTube, Tanked Up Cast, although we haven't posted anything for a while. We may amalgamate all of our things with Out of Lives. We are part of the Out of Lives network. You can go to outoflives.net to look at articles, to listen to other podcasts, especially the Out of Lives podcast, which Adol features on heavily at the moment. Though not not this week. This this upcoming episode, I will not be part of. No, because they're recording now, essentially. Yeah. It's Unless they're cutting in what you've been saying oh, from so, this So, I mean, podcast. depending on how I feel after this beer, I was actually thinking I, I can just jump into the Google Hangout, which I know they are started recording, <laughs> like, in just a few minutes. Shall uh, we jump on? Just yeah, crash. Just crash. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Two Done. double IPAs. And here we are. Um, you can <laughs> reach me at the Omniarch on all of the things, except Twitch, where it's the underscore Omniarch, though I don't really stream that often. And I don't yet have a Nintendo... 17-digit string. You can reach no. Ben at Nova underscore 47 on We've all the things this. except Steam because then it's Nova underscore 47 who stole my name. It is, it is. Well, I, uh, hopefully hopefully now, hopefully now. Um, and then in the next episode, we'll allow Lucy some time to give you her switch code because no, it takes about 25 minutes exactly. to get through. Yeah. Uh, nice be sure to send us an email, leave a review and rating uh, after that. Um... Because that gives us things. That's, does, that's, all, that's all I have to add this week, is it Good. gives us things. <laughs> so, for another week, we have been tanked up, and I am feeling it very slightly. Hey. But we'll catch you again next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Yes. <laughs> that was That was just for you. Thanks, sir. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I almost said bye, and I was like, "No, the the man, right. the man's rushing us. I, he he deserves a chow." Nice, good. Come on, Lucy. What are you doing? Where are you? Why you do this to me?